Welcome to a look into the future. What would you do if you can go into the future and ask yourself questions? How do you grow your firm? How do you transition to advisory services and more? Luckily, we can just ask Paul, the time traveler himself, and learn the knowledge we needed our firms today to evolve into advisory services and become the most relevant advisor to our clients, because that's what it's all about. And we're very lucky because Paul brings three amazing things with him. Number one, he's built a successful accounting practice in the UK, so he understands accountants. In fact, he built his firm into an advisory powerhouse, which sold for $45 million in 2001. Number two, he's taken a business public, built it to a market value in excess of $400 million. So he really understands what business owners need in value and what we as accountants need to provide to them. And finally, as I said, number three, we don't need to invent time travel. We can just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the UK in providing business advisory services. As that trend is here in the US today, and we're going to take some of the mystery and the confusion out of what is business advisory services. I'm Garrett Wagner, your entrepreneurial CPA channel host, and I'm super excited to be joined by, as always, Paul Latham of Hayrock Solutions. And we're continuing with our series of the six skills of business advice. Now, Paul, we're towards the end here. We're at number five. Talk about what you can measure, you can manage, and KPIs. And I think this series has been so helpful to take some of that mystery out of what is business advisory and provide some guardrails and framework to people all around the U.S. and abroad on, on what it is and bringing your amazing knowledge from the past forward to us. Uh, yeah. Uh, morning, uh, Gareth. Good to see you again. So, yeah, we're on to the home straight. We're up to, uh, up to number five of the six key aspects of business advice. Um, let me just um, bring up the screen. I've had, by the way, a number of people asking for copies of this. So, if anybody is watching who would like uh, copies, the, the, the copies of what we're putting on the screen here, just, just ask and that's absolutely fine. Um, so a li little bit of overview as, as, as we normally do. Um, so if we went back to episode 29, um, we talked about the six key aspects of business advice in overview. I think these are really important. Um, they represent, in my opinion, uh, over 25 years of giving advice, you know, at least 80% of anything you need to know about providing general business advice. So in terms of what we've covered so far, I'm thinking of these as, I always think of them as sort of boxes of advisory products or services. Episode 30, key area one, was all about ad value or efficient or separate. Episodes 31 and 32 were uh, the four ways to grow a business, which segues into value proposition. Episode 33, and key area number three, the seven wastes. Last time, episode 34, key area four, are we looking at tangible or intangible delivery? And then today, episode 35, key area number five, what you can measure, you can manage. And essentially, this is an important area because it's, uh, apart from anything else, it's applicable to every business. Every business needs to think about uh, what they measure. And always think of this in terms of three aspects to consider. And we're going to look at these briefly. Um, number one, measuring the past. Number two, measuring the future. And number three, and where we'll spend most time, is measuring the here and now or the, or the present. So let's start with the past, number one. And obviously, um, dealing in the past and measuring in the past 
is an area that most accountants are already comfortable with. We're talking about accounts, but you see, I actually think most accountants look too far back or the, or the gestation period is too long ago. What we're really talking about here is helping businesses with timely, what I call management accounts, looking at the relatively recent past, ideally looking at their monthly accounts. <clears throat> and, and, and I'd be setting a target of saying, you know, these should be completed, you know, no more than seven to 10 days after the month end. If they're being completed more than seven to 10 days after the month end, then all, they all must become useless. Um, but if you can get them to be timely, <clears throat> then that allows the information from those accounts allows businesses to make good decisions based on the relatively recent past. So that's the past. Future, again, this is an area many accountants are comfortable. We're typically talking about forecasting of one sort or another, cash flow forecasting and so on. And, and what you're really doing is ensuring a business has adequate working capital going forward. And this is particularly applicable to, to businesses that are growing rapidly. But where we're gonna spend most of the time here today is in the present. And in my experience, this is an area that most accountants sort of ignore um, when they're working with, with their business owner clients. And it's dealing with the here and now. And what we're talking about is measuring activities in a business that matter most. In other words, the key performance indicators. And, and the real key, and sort of uh, using the pun on the word KPIs, but the key, the key is to establish what matters most. And you see, one of the things I see a lot of accountants trying to do or clients is they start with key performance indicators. You know, let's think of things to measure. Uh, and actually, it always comes, measurement always comes second. Um, you have to, first of all, decide what matters most in a business. And that depends on the business strategy. And then having developed the business strategy, you can establish some priorities and you do that first. And then second, measure them never ever try to measure before you know what what what, what you're trying to achieve um, and as i say before uh, garrett most businesses don't do this properly and i developed a theory 20 odd years ago um, i call it rubber band theory in fact truthfully i, I used to call it elastic band theory because in england we call these things elastic bands i think here you call them rubber bands but but the principle is the same and, and if we look at this rubber band theory uh, what you find with most businesses is they have already established some measurements that they do. Um, if we look at CPAs, typical uh, measurements that an accountant might look at are billable hours on the uh, X uh, line there, or maybe, you know, what hours we recover in terms of percentage of billable hours on the Y. And what that does, those measurements of X and Y, they establish or they create what I call a line of tension. And, and that dictates or establishes the behavior of the team. The team know, you know, billable hours and recovering, recovering hours is, is important to us and that sort of shapes their behavior. What then happens is if you try to change behavior, let's just say we're trying to change behavior to point Z there, and suddenly we're not just interested in billable hours and recovered hours, we're interested in, for example, add value or get more proactive. But the trouble is we don't measure that. And what, and what actually happens in practice is we stretch that rubber band to what I would call an unnatural position. Um, and you see, if the boss, if the management are watching the team, so if I'm watching you, Garrett, then I, I can sort of say, okay, 
I'm, I'm watching you do Z and you will probably perform and you will probably do Z and you will probably stretch that rubber band to an unnatural position. But you see, I can't be watching you all the time. And the minute I stop watching you, you uh, and the team will probably revert to your X, X, Y behavior. In other words, the rubber band will ping back to its normal uh, position. Um, and what the sort of message comes from that is if you don't measure stuff, then you can't manage it unless you are watching people. If you want to make change happen, in this case, we need to measure Z because the whole sort of theory of this is what you can measure, you can manage. And you'll remember from a previous episode, episode so for example, episode 28, I talked about creating a Coca-Cola shaped brand. And remember this here, step A, value promise, B, demonstrate, C, do the diagnostic, D, establish direction, have a vision workshop, E, establish a meeting plan, accountability meetings, F, annual reviews, G, ask the client how well they're performing. Well, those points A, B, C, D, E, F, G were creating that Coca-Cola shaped brand. But I can tell you now, Garrett, if you, if you don't measure them, they won't happen. It's a, nice, it's a nice concept, but they won't happen. And so say that's what we were trying to do as our um, key strategic priority, then we should measure points A to G. And, and in particular, in this one, we should be probably looking at points C and G. So are we always doing the diagnostic at the beginning of the process to establish client needs? How often do we do a vision workshop? Do we have a meeting plan? What type of fees are being generated from it? What, what sort of comes out of the annual review? What score does the client give us? If we measure this stuff, then what actually happens is the team understand it's important. And within about six to eight weeks, we develop habits. It takes six to eight weeks to develop habits. If you don't measure them, the team just think you're not that interested. And so big, big, big uh, area of business advice, key aspect number five, what you can measure, you can manage. I hope that makes sense, guys. Paul, it does. And it sounds like to me that this is an opportunity for us as, as CPA firms, as, as relevant advisors, as you like to say, to talk to our clients and help them first figure out what are those KPIs. Yes, exactly. Uh, and like you say a lot, like it's, we can help them. They might already know it or they might've heard it at a conference or event they went to for my industry, my KPIs I should track are one, two, and three. They just haven't done it. Yeah, exactly. So, and it, it, it's, um, it, it's weird actually, because many, many people understand that KPIs matter. So they come straight in. So what might, yeah, let's get measuring KPIs. And I'm like, well, what are you going to measure? Because you can probably only measure, you know, less than, well, let's just say less than a dozen things effectively well you've got to therefore measure the things that matter and so therefore it starts it's just the same as vision plan desire you've got to establish your vision and the plan before you can start saying okay what matters most let's measure it and once we start measuring it the team think ah they actually really mean this they, they, they mean it enough to measure it if you don't measure it they just think it's a passing fad and one of the pieces with it is really thinking through what are the meaningful KPIs for that business? Like you said, with the rubber band theory, hmm. it's not just any KPI. It's not just AR turnover days. It's not that broad stuff. It's really specific. What are the true, true yeah. drivers? It's, it's, it's granular stuff um, and it's activities. What you're not measuring usually are results. You're measuring 
the activities that take you to results. So, for example, measuring how often we do a biz diagnostic. What percentage of our clients do do you know, do a diagnostic? What percentage of our clients? And and if it's if it's not tracking in the right direction, then you need to do something about it before the results start to nosedive down. Yeah, and sometimes we talk about that with lead and lag indicators. We're looking for those lead indicators, not the lag indicators later on. What's driving it? Exactly. Let's track those. Yeah. Looking for the drivers. Very awesome. good. Paul, I really enjoyed number five. I can't wait for number six coming up next. So hopefully everyone picked up something here and, and through one through five better understands the six key areas of business advice. And if Paul just said, looking at that biz survey, if you want to see where you stand with your biz survey, take a minute, sign up for your own free assessment. See how prepared you are for the future. As a special offer for watching the show, we're going to provide you with the results, your biz score, and a quick follow-up meeting. There's a link below. I highly encourage everyone to take the test and see how ready your firm is for future success. I want to thank everyone for watching. As always, you can click to subscribe to the YouTube channel right up there. And as always, we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.